Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watched Season 3, Episode 14, The Tower. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In the Enchanted Forest, Charming learns that he and Snow are expecting a child and struggles with the fear of not being able to measure up as a father. He seeks the fabled night route to take away his fear and stumbles upon Rapunzel in a tower who was also seeking the night route. When the witch comes after them, Charming discovers that the night route worked and the witch is in fact an incarnation of Rapunzel's fear. She finds the courage to defeat her fear and Charming overcomes his fear as well and is ready to be a father. In Storybrooke, Selina masquerades as Charming and Snow's midwife, dosing Charming with night route. Charming then battles with himself and when he discovers it's his own fear of being a father, he defeats the specter. Emma, Hook, Charming, and Regina track the Wicked Witch to a farmhouse and discover that she had been housing a caged Rumpelstiltskin in her storm cellar, who has now escaped. Roger, what did you think of this episode? I actually like this episode. It, in many ways, doesn't even feel like the same story as the first two episodes of this kind of half season. Um, it's much more, like, thriller like, you kind of got the scary witch that's moving around. I think you mentioned that it was doing the same effect that we see from Rumple in the very first episode where, like, the screen shakes. It did the teleporting that I mentioned that Pan did was very creepy. I actually really enjoy Zelina up against the Charmings where she's scheming and she's the midwife. I think, I mean, I just think they're doing a good job of positioning right now. Robin, Belle... Rumpel, they all have small scenes, but it, I, I mean, I like everything we see. Regina's great as always. I have very little complaints about this episode. Yeah, I also really liked this episode. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember not liking it, but yeah. I, I don't remember it being an episode that I thought was really good. But you're totally right on the creepy element. It's almost bringing the horror, but in a different way than the episode with snow and red with all the dead bodies. Oh. Like it's not a. It's not a slasher gore fest. It's yeah. kind of more of like a creepy mystery thriller situation. It reminds me of the hook and pan up top episode. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Like yeah, a thriller. Totally. Um, I still think that this story would be better if we didn't know who Zelina was yet. 100%. But they did bring an element of mystery in now. Um, like there was a lot of good detectiving in this episode both in terms of like traditional detective work with the berries and also like Regina is super astute in this episode. She instantly is like, she took your sword. That's not good. Um, so now there's like a mystery about like, what is this for? Like, what is she doing? Uh, I mean, we always wanted to know what she was doing, but now there's like, we're seeing pieces of what she's trying to do. And it seems Regina seems intrigued by it, as am I. When Zelina was sitting there with the Charmings, I said, I wish I didn't know she was the witch. Yeah, I thought it would have been really cool if I just thought she was a midwife. And I was like, I wonder if you're the person behind this. Because everything she's doing seems innocent other than, like, the root. Just don't show me that. Or... Show me that, but we don't know that she's the witch. Yeah. Like, that would yeah. be like, what the fuck is she doing? She could just be some crazy town yeah. person. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, like, from the back, he was seeking that route himself for the exact same purpose over- that oh, she so gave she it to him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in a really weird uh, invasion of privacy way. But, like, she could, I could see how someone might think that that's helping. And I could also understand <laughs> that, like, as a midwife, part of your job is to anticipate their needs. Yeah. So she could <laughs> phrase it as, I'm anticipating the fact that you need courage. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know if you remember this, I said in, like, the New York Serenade, I like Zelina with the Charmings. Like, mm. that pairing as, like, hero-villain, I think, works mm-hmm. very well. And she's, 
sinister, but like in a, a weird, friendly way, which is very creepy. Well, and there's absolutely zero Zelina whining in this episode. <laughs> the conversation with Rumpel borderlined on whining, but it wasn't egregious. No, I would not. I would. I mean, the tone certainly wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it was. It was complaining about being dealt a poor hand and yeah. how people. So it was like yeah. whining, but in a. It wasn't over the top it also felt really as like yeah that sucks your dad was a drunk like yeah it's not like poor me ever my it got everything yeah. i can't remember what we know i don't know <laughs> we haven't found but like you know i contrast it to like if you remember back to miller's daughter where like cora was more angry there yeah was just rage with mm-hmm. her kind of like her red dress she was like i have nothing and i'm going to take everything whereas as you know we've said before with lena it's a it's a different um Different energy. Where should we start? The Enchanted Forest? Okay. Do you want to start with the dream? Yeah, let's start with the dream. First, I wrote top costume. Emma's dress. She looks great in that dress. It's very Cinderella-style dress. I know you really wanted Emma to be Cinderella. Tell me when you saw that, you didn't think that woman looks like Cinderella. No, she absolutely looked like Cinderella. It was it was a gorgeous dress. Yeah. She looked so good. She looks very beautiful. Yeah, and you, you she kinda, feels like Cinderella. You get this weird. It feels really real at first, mm-hmm. and then mm. the only thing that didn't feel weird, real to me, was that castle looks so sinister. I had a hard time believing Charming would ever be in there. It just looks weird to me. Yeah. Also, that's not where the nursery is. Correct. It's in the other castle. It's in the castle that doesn't look sinister. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI was bad. The CGI was terrible. Yeah. But I also think it was interesting that he didn't i mean they've been talking about having a baby like mm-hmm. snow said it in the echo caves uh but he didn't know that she was pregnant yet but when he had the dream she tells him right when he wakes up yeah so it's almost like prescience or something well i suspect that he has always felt like this and then losing emma a second time brought it to the surface yeah no, that's because fair. remember we've talked about he died. I mean, he even mentioned this in the episode. I fought off a black knight to put my daughter in a wardrobe. Yeah, it sounds really ridiculous when you hear it. <laughs> Dueled a black knight to put my newborn in a wardrobe to flee a curse. One armed. <laughs> and not a black knight. There was like two. Yeah. Did he win or lose that duel? I don't recall how we scored that. I. You always say that he's dead. I don't think he was dead. He was bleeding out in his shirt he was on the cut. floor. Did you see how much blood was on his shirt when they it came back? It wasn't that much blood. Do you know what? Do you know what death blood looks like? It looks like pools of blood. Are you telling me that I need to know what death looks like better? Yes. <laughs> Calm down, Regina. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> okay. Last time I checked, when people bleed out, when they get stabbed with a sword in the middle of a castle and there's no medical aid around, it doesn't end well. Sure. He was dead. I think he was fine. That's why he was in a coma. I think Regina put him in a coma on purpose. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, we get the dream. Charming wakes up. He finds out he's actually going to be a father. He looks terrified. I know. And then he does that, like, thing that he, like, sort of tries to turn into a joke, but it doesn't play off very well. Where he's like, no, I'm not happy. And then he's like, I'm thrilled. I hate that. That's Why? not a cool thing to say to your wife who... It's, like, it's not like they can take this back. I 
mean, that's that's their relationship, though. They play on words like that. Like, you know, go back to the um, Medusa thing where he's like, I'm not going to let my wife do this mm. alone. That's like, that true. is their relationship. And it's also, like, for the story. I mean, you kind of do need that level of silliness. And then he has that conversation with Robin. A conversation where he's drinking. I, I know. I've never seen Charming drink. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, have a beer when everyone else is having a beer, but I've never seen him just sort of have a drink. Like, I've never seen him stress drink. Yeah, he's not Hook. No. Or Emma, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's drinking to, like, run away from something, and Robin is like, you okay, man? Robin's like, this is very familiar. I used to keep one in the quiver, in my quiver. Also, Robin walking in with some gold-tipped arrows. (laughs) Hilarious. I love that that was his payment. Yeah. Did she think of that or did he? I be- well, it sounds like she did because he's like, I'm not used to getting paid for breaking into a place. Yeah. He's like, it feels wrong. Yeah. And also, interestingly, he doesn't think the queen likes him at all. Well, and maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> okay. I talked to you about this. I said, I've always said one of the things I wish we had with Regina was like kind of that like sister. Because like Snow White and her don't have that relationship. Even though Snow kind of taunts her. It's not the same because if you have any sort of brain, you're kind of afraid of Regina. But like Maleficent, for example, is not afraid of Regina. Like those two are more on even terms. Yeah. If Maleficent were here, we would absolutely be able to get a scene where she's like, you have a crush on Rob. And, and she would be <laughs> taunting her like a schoolgirl. And, you know, Regina would be like, shut up. He smells like forest, Roger. And you want to smell like forest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she gave him gold-tipped arrows. She did. That is the biggest Regina flirt. And they had pretty little bows on them. <laughs> That's the funny part is that Robin's kind of the oblivious man. And I get it. He's, like, focused on his thing. He's taking care of his son. But, like, the queen has a crush on him. Even when they were in the, um, what were the things down below? Like, the traps? The, the, the catacombs, yeah. the booby traps. And every time Regina would talk and she'd be like, well, stay close. And she'd get that smile on her face and you're like, oh, you like him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also, I'm counting this as a day's ride from here. <laughs> just south of here? Sherwood Forest is just south of the Queen's Castle. It's just south. Well, it's right there. We actually didn't know that. Did we? we? Yeah, when we they first go back, they were going to go to the castle, find out that it's blocked. That's true, we did know that. Sherwood Forces, and we were like, oh, everything's just a day's ride away. I will count this as a day's ride away as well, because obviously, it was like at the, the south end of the forest. Yeah. And Charming learns about the night route from Robin. Yeah. And he goes to look for it at just south of Sherwood Forest. Robin also has a very interesting quote. I don't dabble in magic. Unless I have to. Because mm. our first introduction to Robin was him trying to steal magic. Mm-hmm. So it shows that he was obviously very desperate because he doesn't like magic. Yeah. Which explains why he was willing to steal from even the Dark One. So he goes to find the night route. He finds it pretty quickly. And then, of course, hears a woman scream and goes full charming mode and runs to help her. As, as, as a hero would. Yep. Uh, he climbs up the thing and sees all of the hair. And some re- for some reason, that's not enough of a clue for him. Then they introduce themselves when she says her name is Rapunzel. You definitely see that, like, David Nolan knows the Rapunzel story and recognizes her name. Again, don't know why all the hair wasn't enough. <laughs> and the weird tower out of nowhere. Which, I would like to know where this... Was there just a tower here? Or was it part of the magic? I that's don't know. That's because I'm like... She couldn't have climbed up it because she couldn't have used her hair. 
Yeah, she says she was chased into the tower. So I don't maybe it like appeared as part of her fear. Uh, yeah, like it just popped yeah. up. But then shouldn't it have gone away? I don't know. And maybe it did. Oh. I mean, it didn't disappear at the same time as the thing, but maybe sure. when they left, it disappeared. But how did she get out? They probably tied hair and then climbed down. Hmm. I mean, Charming was just hanging off the side of the building. Oh, well, so. But he was grabbing the... To the a bro- rock. Look, it's Charming the Avenger. <laughs> he probably could stick his hand in just to the side and be like, I'm here. He'd do like the, you know, the Chris Evans scene from where he grabs the helicopter. You yeah. Know Charming could do that. That's true. Yeah. This is, I, I thought of Chris Evans later too when he's fighting himself. I could do this all day. I know you can. <laughs> I know. Um, the witch is so creepy. Remind me of the ring. Yeah, like the weird like movement. Yeah, and the the stutter and the 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 flash in and out. Like I was like, this is eerie. I also really like the cloak that both the witch mm-hmm. here and the witch in the storybook or the the same the 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 incarnation of the night root. It's sparkly, like the night root. Not like super sparkly, yeah. but like very subtly, like purpley black. It reminded me of, if you think back to the episode that Rumple Becomes the Dark One, it reminded me of what Zozo wore. Yeah, uh-huh. Very, and I was like, is this the dark one? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it kind of seems like it. And then like just the creepy movement, and we talked about how that little stutter of the camera is what they had done with yeah. Rumple in the past. And when when Charming like goes to goes like looks out the window and it's gone and oh, then it's like above his head yeah. real horror aspects here and then he does the stupid slow turn I'm like bruh put your sword up there first if you want to look up there and then he just attacks it it jumps out a window that's a really high tower yeah <laughs> that's that's nuts that's not even the first time this like season that we've seen someone jump out of a window I know a monster <laughs> I know it's true Emma really did have a thing for men like her father. Yeah. He also, fi- he, uh, d- detectiving here. Yeah. He figured out what was happening. Because mm-hmm. he, the way that Rapunzel was describing it, she'd been here for a long time. So it seems like the night route works until you defeat your oh, fear. Yeah. It's indefinite. Uh, also, her story about her brother is Oh, God, terrible. that was so sad. Like, that the guilt that you would live with, because it sounds like, they don't say it explicitly, but it's pretty clear. He jumped in to save her and drowned. Yeah, that's what they said. Well, she says he just didn't make it, but like oh. they don't say like you know it could have been an Emma thing where he hit her, she hit or something. But which is weird because he was able to then save her and drowned. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that happens a lot, and I don't really understand. But that that like doesn't actually make sense if you think about it. For me to have pulled you to shore, I couldn't have then drowned. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on how, like, the rapids are working. Like, if he got her to a place where she could stand up, but then he got he whisked. Got sucked yeah. away. Yeah. Oof. But, yeah, just, like, that kind of survivor's guilt, she's going to have that for the rest of her well, life. Well, the survivor's guilt and the, I mean, she was not ever intended to mm-hmm. be the ruler, and mm-hmm. now she has this guilt and this responsibility. The burden. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, her story was... Yeah, interesting. I really... I love it when they bring in a character like this, and we... It's mostly about Charming. Like, it, yes. it's it's to fit into Charming's story, but she also has an interesting story. Yep. And it's okay that, like, that... It was just that. We don't need more. Hey, person of color. And also, apparently, their kingdom is near... Yeah, hey, person of color. Their kingdom is near... 
the the castle where everyone is staying. I would say it's about a day's ride yeah, it from seems, the tower. That seems right. Yeah, yeah. We counted. I think we counted Rapunzel as number four. Yeah, people of color. I love Once Upon a Time, but boy, this has a very Oscar so white type feel. Yeah, I feel. Do better. I mean, Lana Perea, but she is white passing for sure. Yeah. But a lot of these characters, we talked about this. Like, look, I'm going to be honest. Snow White being black would be dumb as shit. Doesn't make sense. I don't really care about that. I think it would be fine. Well, you're white, so that's cool. (laughs) 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 But for a lot of people, like, you know, like I said that, if you make Black Panther white, I'm protesting. Although I also, well, that's, (laughs) I also think that. In this show, Snow White is named Snow White because she was born on the coldest day of the year, not because her skin is white as snow. Yeah, so it's funny that you say that. There's a later episode that we're going to run into that references I Can Give You a Fair Child. Like I they, remember that. Yeah, they, from what I read, they talk about like very explicitly, so she couldn't have actually been black. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you can just change the story so that it works. Well, of course you do. They like all of the stories that they have changed. Of here. all of the sn- the princesses they have, there's only one. Like, any ever Sleeping Beauty could be black. Uh, Cinderella could be black. All of them. Maleficent could be black. Like, literally, the only one that you really need to keep white is Snow White. That's it. Yeah, I, just, I think that you're being overly specific about one line in a almost 100 year old fairy tale no it's her name it sounds stupid i don't know black panther is white that's fucking stupid (sighs) is little red riding hood gonna walk around wearing blue all game (laughs) blue blue hood blue hood the hood like that would be like the dumbass blue fairy wearing like i don't know fuchsia the whole time but her name is blue exactly Mm mm-hmm Anything else on Charming Rapunzel? A good flashback. Yeah, I thought it was good. And yeah. we get the the nice Snow and Charming um, conversation at the end. He's He didn't even have to take the night route, and he figured out like what he was afraid of and was able to overcome it. You know what I also appreciated? She says, like, is there a reason you're out in the woods all night? <laughs> like, she doesn't chastise him. She's just like, I know you're out there. But they talk. Like, yeah. When Charming, when Charming and Snow are actually talking, they're so much more interesting to me than yeah. when they're doing the unnecessary line. Well, and he could have said something to her before, but he didn't quite know what to say. Well, and that's a reasonable yeah. thing. He wasn't sure. And he also doesn't want to stress his pregnant wife with the fact that he's having trepidations. Like, that's a reasonable thing where you might keep to yourself try to fix it. That makes yeah. more sense. When she reminds him that while be, like being a father is a thing that he has to do like they will be parents together it's not like he was lying about dream shade that was going to kill him or trap him on an island <laughs> accurate accurate yeah. all right storybrook yes okay <clears throat> um so we meet with our heroes kind of talking about how to catch the wicked witch like they don't know where she is they don't know who she is is that what you want to start in storybrook because the first yeah. thing we see is Zelina and Rumple. That's not, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Are you sure? Yep, I wrote it chronologically. Okay. The first thing we see is they're all in the loft trying to figure out what to do. Um, and I really liked when <laughs> they're trying they're trying to figure out who's going to go where. And uh, Emma suggests that they follow physical clues instead of magical clues. Yeah. Uh, and Regina's like, ah, who's going to protect Henry? And Emma's like, well, you can you can take him. Um, and then <laughs> Emma reminds Regina that Roger doesn't believe me that this happens first in the episode. I don't think it, keep um, going. I don't think it does. 
Emma reminds Regina of like kind of the false backstory yeah. and not to not to tell Henry. And I loved when Regina said, look who's gotten good at lying. It's like, that's rich coming from you, Regina. Well, in fairness, Regina would know a bad liar when she sees one. That's true. She's the worst liar. I would call her the queen of bad lies. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Wow, Roger, you're really, uh, you're, you have to prove that, that you're right. What's in the box? What's in the box? I do always want to know what's in the box. I specifically kept my notes in chronological order this so time. So did I. <laughs> That's what I'm confused about. So I was like, did I just space out on like an entire conversation? Which could certainly happen. I can do that. I have. Well, sometimes if you don't think there's anything interesting in the conversation, you don't. Yeah. No, that's that's why I'm like, did I just miss it? Um, Because I could have sworn after the flashback, the first thing we see is Zelina going into the storm cellar. No. Boy. I am working on five hours of sleep. So this just might be, I might be hallucinating. Yeah, I think, I think you are. I'm going to be really upset if I'm wrong. Are you going to be okay if you're not? No, we're going to have to stop recording. Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. No, I'm right. Ha! Oh, I'm okay. right! You're right. <laughs> Nine months later, that was the first part. Listeners, I am Chelsea, right. Chelsea was right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Did that make you feel good? Yeah, it did. Okay. It does make me feel good. Okay, then we get the scene with Selena and Rumpel. Yep. I love crazy rumple i love watching mr gold be the dark one you don't love crazy rumple no i I do i was trying to figure a way to phrase this i feel like because you and i have had this conversation before about your feelings on the energy that i don't see and i feel like i see the energy with rumple in almost every other character except (laughs) Regina like when I watched this I was like this is like uncomfortable energy oh it's very uncomfortable energy I don't disagree but I don't see any of that from the other two so that's what's so weird to me is like we both see it everywhere and then with those two it just doesn't exist and I'm like I don't get it um yeah very uncomfortable she's like I don't know it, the way she positioned herself is almost like uh menacing about how she's like telling the story and she sits down and she like pretends that she's going to free him. But then she shows him. I mean, it was just like, what on earth happened that you were taunting him to this degree? And like she forces him to sit down and then she shaves him while she tells a story. And you're like, I feel like shaving him with the dark one dagger is such a fucking power move. It is. It's the only thing that can hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Which was obviously a ploy just to cut in. Right, but still. But, like, imagine if we'd done that scene and the roles were flipped and it was Rumpel doing that to So sinister. No, I mean, it's very sinister. Well, the way that she tells him, like, come at me. Come at me, bro. And then she pulls the knife out. Yeah. And he just wants to die. I don't know that he wants to. I think he assumes, because everyone who's ever had the dagger wants the power. Yeah. So he assumes just do what you're going to do and kill me. All the voices in my head will be quiet when I'm dead. Yeah, he's mad. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that story from her father, too, was interesting. It made me feel bad for Zelina, maybe for the first time. It did make me wonder if it was real, because sometimes villains are unreliable narrators. So I'd be very very curious to see when we get her flashback, if that is true. Although, shaving someone with a knife is a skill that you have to learn how to do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so she definitely knows how to do that for some reason. It reminded me of, I want to say it's color purple. Wow. 
there's a, I think it's color purple. There's a scene. I think it's Danny Glover is the like evil bastard, and he forces the woman to shave him. It's a very similar positioning. That seems right. And she thinks about killing him, and then he like seems to notice it on her face, and he grabs her like by the neck and says, "And don't even think about trying to slice me incorrectly or something like that." And then she just goes back to shaving because he like terrifies her. I definitely should rewatch the color purple. I saw the musical or. Is it a musical? Yeah, I saw the musical a couple of years ago. I mean, they're oh. releasing a new movie. Oh, really? This year. Really? I think. Might yeah. be early next year. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. See the color purple, apparently. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I flashed to kind of that, and I was like, this is very uncomfortable. Like, I, I just felt very uncomfortable during the entire episode. And I'm like, what do you need Rumple for? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I still don't quite. I mean, she clearly needed the, the blood so that she could yeah. open the safe. So that she could get the night route. I still, though. I, how did she know that was there? I also just wish Rumple wasn't back yet. Yeah, he like, needed I, more time. I'm fine. Rumple flashback, I would be great with. Like, I don't want to get rid of the actor. Just Rumple, yeah. to me, his scene should have been honored with way more episodes where he's gone and then him coming back should have been. Like, that, what we get later where they find him, could have been the closing of, like, the second to last episode of the season. You're like, oh yeah. shit, Rumple's back. Yeah. Um, bit too she, early. She also, I mean, a po- there's the uncomfortable and en- weird like sinister minorly sexual energy yeah like she definitely like the way that she touches his face is it uh, almost makes me think like oh my pretty yeah yeah it's weird. um but they also and he is she, not into this no she makes that point no matter in in the enchanted forest no matter what or Oz, no matter what we did our outside showed exactly what was rotting on the inside mm-hmm. so selena's got some self-hate going on and but sees she Rumpel also, as she, the same yeah she, which is maybe why she feels this connection to him and i don't think he agrees with that like he does not see himself the way that she sees herself anymore anymore but yeah. he definitely when she knew him yeah, he did in the past, yeah. um, he did feel that way. Yeah. I mean, like, you think back to that thing where we disagreed about the Snow White taking a shot at him about the, like, how do you live with yourself? Oh, well, you were just wrong. Um, but, I mean, he he just straight up is like, yeah, like, after a while, you just tell yourself it's the right thing. Like, he he, he knew that he was bad well, inside. Well, that's why he was so bad. We talked about this. Self-hate was a thing that Rumpel did have, for sure. Yeah. Partially because, not partially, mostly because of what happened with Belfire. Um, And then, yeah, she says, you know, something about we need to go to work. And then she just shuts the lights off and leaves him in the darkness with his spinning wheel. But I think she says he can't spin anymore. She thinks the spinning is making him go mad. She thinks it's making it worse. So she commands him to not spin anymore. Yeah. What I'm curious about is with the dagger, she says you're a slave to the power. Can he not disobey her or can he just not disobey her and keep his power? Like, could he say, I'm leaving, and but then you lose the power of the Dark One, which obviously he could never break free from? I don't I don't think it would work Because the way, way that she phrased it made it sound like you won't leave because you won't leave this. I think it meant you won't leave because you can't and because I don't want you to, yeah. but I don't, I'm not sure. I also don't know how he got out. Yeah, that to me it made it sound like even though you may want to, you will never leave. You won't choose freedom over power. Yeah, which is a thing we know he struggles with. That power is what always he's made the choice for. Well, and I mean, he also can't like if he left, like she could just make him come back. Well, or or he might lose his power. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like 
could he leave, but then he's I don't, no longer the I, That's man. not, I don't think that's a thing, Roger. Uh, no, <laughs> just the way that she phrased that was yeah. interesting. I do know how he left, but I'm not going to tell you yet. He cut off his own arm? He did not cut off his own arm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of the things I really liked about this episode is how chronological everything was. Yeah. My notes are so clear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Zelina then goes to visit Belle. It was so sad when she said, you must be Mrs. Gold. And Belle has to say, nope, not anymore. (laughs) Did she say not anymore or just no? Because they weren't married. They were. Not. (laughs) They were not. (laughs) They were not. They were not. Um... Uh, and so I think I asked this question about uh, does she go by Mary Margaret Blanchard Nolan? Does that mean Belle was Belle Gold? Yeah, Belle French. Belle, Belle French, I forgot. Belle Mo French. Her father, Mo French. Belle. He's Mo French. Be- Belle French Gold. I want someone. French gold. That sounds like a cool, like, adventure story. Someone needs to go through and give me all of the surnames and names of all these characters. Well, you... and most of the Enchanted Forest characters don't have last names. I know. Give give me names. Like, I want them. Like You want all the names? I want all the surnames you can get. Like, Cora Miller, I'm assuming, is because no. she's I... the Miller's daughter. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she had one. Yeah. Miller's took her. <laughs> okay anything else on Bell and Zelina uh, she just trapped her and then left her there indefinitely <laughs> yep that's what it seemed like happened. we never see whatever gift Belle was getting for her so we don't know maybe she erased her memory or something maybe I don't know but we do see that she gets the night route essentially from the safe yes yeah and that's like a big deal that we will find out later and then we cut to Emma, Charming, and Hook in the mayor's office, or the scene that I like to call our two sheriffs. <laughs> they both do some sheriff in here. Uh, he's pretty good at this. He fig- he finds a partial footprint, but boot boot print. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with my mouth. Um, bleh. 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 And he knows where the berry... So he, Apparently look, these berries only grow in one part of Storybrooke. Here's what I love about Charming. He sees a red boot print, and then everyone goes, blood? And he goes, hold on, let me check. Sticks his finger in it, and then goes, oh no, that's berry. And then immediately identifies the berry. We get Did he an, eat it? Yeah. Okay, pretty sure holly berries are poison. <laughs> so well, that's you, fun. When you built... Uh, maybe he sniffed it. I don't know. He may not have actually eaten it, but... Uh, he, like, basically identifies what it is from his time at the animal shelter. So we talked about those false memories actually might be providing help some value. This is it. Well, he really did work at the animal shelter. Well, yeah, but it was, like, fake days most of the time, right? No, he worked at the animal shelter after Emma started moving time. Oh, is that when he started there? Well, because before time was moving, oh, he was David in a coma. was in a coma. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He actually... But yes, the, his memories are coming in handy here. Yeah. Um, swallowing holly berries can cause vomiting, diarrhea, dehydration, and drowsiness. Oh, sure. But I mean, like a he just, yeah, small amount isn't going to impact him. Also, this is charming the Avenger. He's probably built up an immunity to like 18 different poisons. <laughs> He's built an immunity to Iocane powder. Is that a reference to something I don't the know? The Princess Bride. Ah. Uh, and then... 
Oh, I, my notes are written with the wrong name, and that is why I'm so confused. Uh, he gets a phone call. <laughs> he gets a phone call. He's being summoned to meet with their midwife. Um, and Emma and Hook are going to go investigate. He's going to meet them after he meets with the midwife. Can we talk oh my about- god, that was so funny. Hook's one-liner was hilarious. Well, it, it, he didn't even mean for it to be like no. a one-liner. He was just very like... Annoyed. <laughs> he's like, she's very demanding, isn't she? And the way that Emma looks at him, he's like, the midwife, obviously. <laughs> I I took that as he was actually talking about Snow. Oh, I don't think he was. I think he was, and then he pivoted as like the midwife. I think he like didn't mean to say that the way he did. I don't think he was. The look on his face was very clearly like, obviously, this is what I meant. Oh, I thought he was like, oop, got caught. Let me pivot real quick. Because <laughs> like, they both look at him. They both pan like, I can't believe you talk about Snow like that. And... Hook does often say inappropriate things. Like he's made he definitely says the whole season. Things. He's made inappropriate comments towards Snow about like you, uh, you know, it's time for the harvesting, and you don't even remember the planting. So it does seem like something he would say about sure. Snow. Sure. Uh, and David doesn't want to go. Well, I think because he know, like he just had this dream. Uh huh. Well, I guess that dream was in the flashback. He doesn't remember that dream. Yeah, but he's he's having these anxiety feelings, and going to talk to a midwife means talking about the thing that he's afraid of. Yeah, he's trying to make it sound like he needs to like continue working, but yeah. he's really just hiding from. He doesn't want to talk about it. Totally. Um, I actually would. I don't. I don't know if it's Zelina's outfit or like the lighting in the scene or the way that they like zoom in on their faces, but her eyes in that outfit Sparkle. in the scene are so gorgeous. Very much like Belle's eyes. Like, mm-hmm. they're very, like, light in color. Contrast very nicely with her hair. Mm-hmm. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and the scene just had good, like, I'm tricking you energy. Oh, yeah. Really good. I also, one of my favorite parts about the scene is when they're having the conversation and Charming mentions, or Snow says that she, like, squeezed Charming's hand really hard the last time they had a baby. And he's like, oh, it's been 30 years. And they all just kind of, like, laugh about it. And I know that, like, Snow and Charming are used to this, but, like, in Zelina is obviously the Wicked Witch of the West and has, like, her own thing going on. But as far as they know, she wasn't part of this first curse, and she just kind of got swept up in this second curse. And they're all just kind of joking about the curses that they've all been put under. It's kind of cute. I like it. I mean, they would, yeah, I think it's something that they would share because they would at least both understand the insane nonsense yeah. that they're going through. Um Fun fact, an old old friend of mine told me a story about her sister and brother-in-law. She was having a ba- her, their baby, and the game was on on the TV. And so she's literally delivering the baby, and uh, she goes, I need your hand. And he's like, hold on, the game's on right now. And she just replied with, I need your fucking hand right now. And apparently she then squeezed it so hard that she broke every small bone in his finger. Oh, Jesus. He literally let go and he goes, I like, and the doctor goes, oh, we got to take you over right now. (laughs) Like she crushed it. Jesus. Yep. I was like, well, never touch my hand in that situation. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that seems, that seems good. Mm Um, the way that she also goads him in that scene, because she's like trying to get him to drink the tea and she's trying to, to like kind of manifest his fear. Let's walk back real quick before that. Yeah. I think there was an interesting conversation um, when she gets up, she says, I'll go make tea. Because I, I thought Snow wanted to go make tea to go have a conversation with Charming because, you know, he's kind of hesitant. And then Zelina goes, oh, no, let me do it. I'll go make the tea. And then Charming and Snow have a conversation. Uh-huh. Charming expresses some concerns 
that were legitimate. They don't know this woman. Right, right. Um, and then she kind of keeps, like, blowing him off. And he's like, well, it'd be nice if we don't. Like, I get that we can't ask for references, but, like, we do not know this woman at all. His instinct ends up being correct. It's true. It's, and she does not listen to him again. Another example of Snow White not listening to Charming. Although she she does, she she makes a good point. I mean, not necessarily assuming that it's the Wicked Witch, but, like, that she isn't as nice as she seems or isn't a good fit or whatever. She's just like... Well, like, David, if it if it doesn't work out, we can just stop. Well, and she also, unfortunately, falls for the silliness of like, oh, but she knew Johanna. Yeah, how the fuck would you know? Johanna's dead. How did dead. she figure that out? I mean, I guess, I guess, like, the, ner- the, I don't know. But, I guess, she, I mean, she's been in the castle. Maybe there's, like, records or something. But, like, it'd be, I would believe that. If you could go ask Johanna. Right, right. But you don't know that. So if she just knows the name, now, you, you, like, come on, Snow. Yeah, not good. Snow White's superpower is not listening. And Emma's superpower is not being able to tell when people are lying 50% of the time. You are being very harsh on Snow. <laughs> Can you give me an example of when she's ever listened to Charming? Well, is she always supposed to listen to her husband's? 100 and 0 aren't the only two answers. <laughs> That's true, you're right. There's a happy medium we can go into. <laughs> Where sometimes we listen. Yeah. And right now I think we're at zero. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick up the box. Well, no, I'm going to pick up this box. Trap. Yeah, it's true. Um, We get that sweet little scene with Regina and Henry. Yeah. Uh, I really liked when Regina talked about the town as like, like a big family. Mm-hmm. Like, just, the, like, Regina sees the town a lot differently than she used to. Which uh, is fascinating because she used this as, like, a prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she trapped all of these people here. Oh. I mean, not this time, or maybe. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> but originally, yeah. this was designed to be a prison that was supposed to make Regina happy. And ironically... Now it, it has. Now it has made Regina happy. <laughs> but it's no longer a prison. Yeah. We think. Also interesting, I mean, to your, we've talked about this before, but like there's always your true self underneath when you don't have your memories. And Henry clearly feels a connection with this woman who, like how weird would it be if your mom took you on a trip and was like, hey, you're going to like hang out with the mayor today (laughs) that you don't know. Yeah. And why is this mayor so invested in me? But he obviously has known something is wrong from the moment when uh, Hook goes like, oh, he's still a spitfire still? Well, and he, I mean, he talks about like, he thinks that this has something to do with Walsh and like, Mm-hmm. He he doesn't know what happened. Well, and also, I mean, she bought him ice cream, so like, I'd go. <laughs> I mean, technically, other than the fact that your mom trusts this woman, you're not supposed to be taking candy from strangers. Well, but she, his mom. I know it's told the fact that your mom can do this, her. but it is kind of like you're weirdly invested in me. Yeah, I also when regina said i think one day you'll have more family than you'll know what to do with is both sweet and hilarious hilarious so much family i thought about like oh boy you have so much family you don't even understand yeah Yeah, no i uh i had nothing to disagree with about that and then we follow emma and hook into the woods looking for the berries. Love, we get your favorite straight woman, Emma. You'll use any excuse to use that thing, won't you? <laughs> and what's funny is that like, he wasn't even being ridiculous. That is what he should be. And he actually has a funny line. He's like, how come every single time I'm around you, I'm cutting down the trees and 
tracking through the forest looking for danger or something like that. Yeah. It's true, though. Also, isn't he cold? You keep talking about him changing his clothes in New York. He's got his, like, chest just, like, completely exposed. And they are in Maine in the winter. Not that I'm complaining about the billowing chest hair, but, like... I was just about to say It could be billowing out the top of a sweater. Does he not have a vest that is sweatery? A sweater vest? Can you imagine if Hook wore a sweater vest under his pirate coat? I would just like to see him wear a different piece of clothing one time. <laughs> just my man. That cloth, those clothes have to stink. You seem really concerned about the way that they smell. Because it's been in the city. Everybody else has changed except for him. And no one's mentioned it. I think leather doesn't get stinky. After years? <laughs> years? And he's also, didn't he wear this while he was on a pirate ship? Maybe he has multiple. I'll accept that answer. He does have multiple vests. He has the red one. Yep. So maybe maybe his outfit is literally, it's just his entire closet is just the exact same stuff. Yeah. Like a hundred of them. Yeah. All right. That's that's his closet. Let's go with that. Let's, that's now headcanon for me. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm sure you didn't, but I really liked this conversation that they had. What part of the conversation? Well, I liked that she, she kind of like breaks down her walls a little bit and gets kind of real with him about like her feelings of like being heartbroken. Like she, she loved Walsh even though he's a monkey <laughs> and she's feeling, I mean, she's, she's feeling defensive about it, but she's actually talking to him about it. And just instead of just telling him to go fuck himself. The, the part I didn't like, and we talked about this in the deep dive is that why is she actively chasing something that wasn't real? Like she says, well, I didn't know that I was happy. It's like, yeah, but it was fake. I think that, I mean, yeah, I I think that she's chasing an illusion. Exactly. Like, you you are okay with being in essentially a marriage that what wasn't ever going to be the, real? But just because it, just because she now knows it's not real, I don't think she's saying, oh, wish I could have just married Walsh. Actually, I think that is what she's I saying. I don't think that's what she's saying. I think she's saying my feelings were real, sure. even though it's not real. So I'm struggling with that. Like, I think, like, at one point we get that funny thing where somebody asks her about, who who does ask her that? Some about like saying no. Oh, she tells Henry before they leave, and she was like, "No, no, it was definitely the right decision." I know, but that's what I'm saying is that like it sounds like she simply would have preferred to take the other pill and just stay in the mm. matrix. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's more complicated than that. I would like to have known that. I thought that it was fine. I thought she was fine in this scene ringing endorsement but, okay um I, I don't hate that part of the conversation to be fair i actually um i also like when she catches hook in a very bad lie and for once hook goes you know what i'm not telling you that's my business mm -hmm. i actually like that because that's a real interaction like you don't need to know what i was doing for you here and she knows she's lying and he's like don't care i like that for two reasons for the one that you just mentioned and Maybe then we won't know something before they show it to us, and it will be a mystery. And maybe we'll actually get some hook character growth yeah, out of this. Yeah, be good. That part of the conversation I thought was fine. But then the conversation continues. This is where I no longer like it. What didn't you like about it? Well, I got my heart broken. Great. In the conversation there. And then Hook does the obnoxious, well, if it can be broken, that means it still works. And then she just like looks at him and walks away, and I'm just like, trashy romance novel. <laughs> This from the man who wants to look like Fabio with the flowing hair. Oh, my hair would be front. glorious. 
of a romance novel. Can we just have, like, we just, like, moments before then got an awesome piece of information that we would like to know more about about Hook. Can we not immediately jump back into Hook trying to chase Emma? Let's just let Hook and Emma focus on the mission, and we want to know something about Hook, and let them give them time. No, no. Everything is still about Hook trying to chase down Emma. That's true. That's fair. That's the part of the conversation I don't like, because as you've said many a times, everything about Hook right now is trying to get the girl. Yep. That's it. That's his only character trait. I did like when she accused him of being afraid to go into the cellar. This was an awesome moment. And he said, there's a difference between fear and strategy. And he convinces her to call Regina. How many times have I bitched at the characters for not doing dumb shit like, Belle, do not go on this pirate ship by yourself. Although, you know what really bothers me? He said that. And then when they all come back to the cellar. He, he says, we can't go down in this one-way thing. Like, mm -hmm. they all go down. No one stays up top to make sure someone doesn't trap them in there. But but what he says is, we need some magical backup. Sure. Regina could have poofed them out of there. Maybe. Sometimes poofing doesn't work. <laughs> but at least he, he said, he, I, we need magical backup. No, yeah, that's So fair. they go and do the thing that I always say is call some fucking backup. They get Regina on the scene. But then they, they heard a voicemail from David first before they... Yeah, and yeah. he's in trouble, so they have to go help him. And he's in trouble with the witch. With himself. Yeah. I, when that, so when I first watched it, when the um, cloak peels back, I thought it was James. Mm. Because he has a twin. So I was like, oh shit, James is the witch? What the fuck is going on? And then, obviously, I think they flash to the flashback, and then you find out Rapunzel. And yeah. Like, oh, it's actually just yourself. But because he has a twin brother... Uh, That's a good point. I, that didn't occur to me, but yeah. um, I... James being the villain would have been wild. Yeah, though. that would have been really wild. Um, they, I mean, it's very cool watching him fight himself. Very Captain America. It's just really yeah. cool. Yep. Um, and then he... It, I think the thing that was most interesting is he's really struggling to accept his fear here. And then he sees Emma's car and it makes him think of Emma mm -hmm. and what he's afraid of. Like he feels like he failed her in some way. Um, and he says, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I won't be a good father, but I won't let that stop me. Mm -hmm. um, both for Emma and for his his uh, soon, to soon to be child, which I thought was kind of cool. No, I agree. He, and then he defeats himself. The hell of a move. Yeah. He stabs him through the cloak arm with the hilt of his sword. Yep. Badass. Very badass. And then the hilt disappears in a puff of green smoke. And I asked you, did he see that? Yeah, he did. Okay. Because so he, he, he describes it to them later. And, it, it, it yeah. was, it and that's how Regina figures it out. Because she's, she's, she's instantly... She instantly recognizes that what was going on was some way to get David to overcome his fear. Siphon and courage. And when the, when the sword disappears, so it didn't disappear, she took it. Yeah. She took it. So Regina seems to know what's like, okay, these are some pieces. And she says it can be a very powerful totem. Yeah. It's a symbol. She can also feel the dark magic when they go into the cellar. So it reminded me of, hold on, Pan's nearby. I can feel his smoothness. <laughs> yep. She can always feel that. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, Charming quickly figures out that it was Rumpelstiltskin that was in there. And he's gone. He's yeah. gone. The smile that Regina had uh -huh. on her face. I said, it was like, it was Regina smirking, and you correctly deduced that it wasn't the same Greg smirk. It was, oh, the bastard cheated death. Yeah. Which I think in her mind was, well, that means it's yeah. not, the book's not closed in his happy ending, which means it's not closed in mine. Yeah, I think it's two things. I think it's that and the, like, 
That sneaky little bastard. That He's... malevolent imp did it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and she know? respects Rumple. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, considering her recent redemption, like she also, he made a sacrifice for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I thought it was good. Uh, it, this was a lot better than the first two episodes, in my opinion. Yeah. I thought this was good. I agree. Favorite moment? I avoided talking about this a lot. I avoided talking about mine, too. What's yours? I have two. Go. They're not really moments. They're things. I'm going to have a different moment than yours, so I'm curious. Okay. The first one is charming, scary voice. Oh, yeah. It's like, the it's modulated. It's so cool. Yeah. Like, it just sounds really cool and yeah. creepy. And then the other one is just the cinematography and positioning in this episode is so cool. Yeah. I loved... There were a few things I liked. When um, Zelina and Rumpel are in the cellar after she shaves him and she turns off the light mm-hmm. and you can see his eyes still glowing after she turns off the light like he's an animal. Very cool. Um, a caged animal. I also like when at the end when they come into the cellar and David turns on the light and the positioning of the spinning wheel and like them standing around it was really cool. Uh, and the scene with Charming fighting himself and Rapunzel and the witch, like how they kept cutting back and forth and the way that we were learning information in the back and forth at the same time. they were time, both dueling their own fears it and was we were gaining info. really cool. Did like I just really liked that. Yeah, I thought it was great. I don't know if cinematography is quite the right word. And the cutting is cinematography. The other two things yeah. are more like staging. Oh, sure. But still like Yeah. The, yeah. I think uh, you're rubbing off on me because by far my favorite moment was the Henry-Regina conversation. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm going to hug you. It was adorable. I, I, it, my only complaint really is I kind of wanted more of that. I yeah. actually like Regina getting to bond with Henry when he doesn't know her. Because it's for the first time since we never got to see when he didn't see her as the evil queen. And now we see that. It's, I don't know. I like it. And actually, I also liked how well Henry knew Emma. Like, there's something wrong here. I know for a fact you would have never done this. And like, he's, he's just so perceptive. Yeah. He's, he's very perceptive. I'm shocked at how much more I like Henry watching it now. Yeah. He's great. Most ridiculous moment? I wish Hook had a character that were more deep than just trying to get the girl. Fair. That's I, fair. I, I just... I feel like it wasn't as bad in this episode, but... It wasn't, but then they went right back to it. It's like they mm-hmm. kind of figured it out. Like, oh, let's give something interesting. Like, what did you do while everyone was gone? No, never mind. Pivot right back to trying to win Emma's heart. Yeah. Um, Mine is OG ridiculous moment. Terrible CGI at the opening of this... Of this uh, it was bad. It's really bad. The castle is bad. bad. Like, when Charming walks into the hallway, it you're just like, that doesn't even... Like, what? It's terrible. Yeah. Now, granted, I'll, I'll give it that it was a dream, but it was still bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Loser. You're not going to like my loser. Okay. Snow White. <laughs> I mean, I actually almost picked Snow. She's getting tricked. The same way we talked about Henry mm-hmm. getting tricked. She's getting played. She refuses to listen again, even though her husband expresses very logical concerns about, like, not knowing this person. And they're in the middle of, you know, not having a memory. Um, yeah, just not a great... And also part of it is that she just... It feels like she's not really part of this episode. Yeah. I like, she's in the fair. background and all of them else are doing other things right now. And part of it, I'm sure, is because she's really pregnant. Mm-hmm. But, like, just all the, the part of the episode that we saw with her was her getting played. And she's done an important part. So yeah. I took her as my loser. I'm going to skip this because of... Uh, oh, we'll come back to it. Oh, okay. Winner. 
I have two. I also have two. Interesting. Uh, my runner-up winner is Hook. Whoa! Despite the fact that I dislike his ridiculous moment, he had some great lines. He did? He does the thing that I wish all characters would always do in TV shows. This is a bad idea. <laughs> Call for backup. <laughs> yes. And you mean unlike earlier in the episode when Charming is like, I think the Wicked Witch is here. I'm going after her by myself. Bye. <laughs> with, with my fucking sword. <laughs> and, and Hook is smart enough to say we need magical backup, yeah. Yeah, which means yeah. go get Regina. Yeah. Thank you. And we get a little nugget of, ooh. That's something I want to learn more about Hook. Yeah. There's like at least the door has been cracked open that maybe there's something else to talk about Hook other than win the Savior's heart. So runner-up win for him. Okay. I have two winners, uh-huh. sort of. Um, the first one is Charming. He saves Rapunzel. Yeah. Er, I'm sorry. That's mm, not quite that's fair. Not really he fair. helps Rap- Rapunzel save herself. Sure. Um he figured out he defeated his own fear in the past and the present yep. and he had excellent detectiving but yeah. i am also subbing him in as a loser yeah I was because say. he decided it was a good idea to fight what he thought was the wicked witch on his own with a sword and he lost his courage mm. i mean he he it was he lost a symbol of his courage which is something that she really wanted yes i will say it isn't as ridiculous to fight the Wicked Witch with a sword, considering that he literally charged into Regina's house with a sword trying to save Henry. Yeah. Oh, also, he jumped out of a window in this Badass. episode Badass. and didn't die. Yep. It was very cool. Yeah. My other winner slash loser is Zelina. Um, she Whoa! Tri- Explain that. She tricks Snow and Charming super yeah. good. Sure. She got the courage, which was her whole thing. Yeah. But she clearly needs Rumple for something, and he is now gone. And you're assuming that is not what she did. I'm definitely. It was broken. The lock was broken. Rumple escaped. Huh. She. Interesting. Yeah. She, that that is that is bad news for Zelina. Oh yeah. <laughs> An angry and mad Rumple on the loose. That's fair. That's actually. My runner-up loser is now Zelina. I agree with that. Rumple on the loose with the death wish is not something you want. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, she still has the dagger, so I'm not sure what he can do. But I, I don't understand how he got out at all. So that's what I'm saying earlier. If he can leave, maybe she can't just pull him back. Yeah. Because she would have just said, come summon me. And maybe she can't. Maybe he's choosing. He's so mad he can run away from the power, which is not what you want. No, Confusing. that's very fair point. I, I 100% agree with that. Who's your uh, winner? Zelina. Yeah. Yeah. She got exactly what she wanted. She got exactly Ex- what she wanted. Except for losing Rumpel. Except for she lost Rumpel still to yeah. the end. Um, and she, it worked really well. She I, like, I mean, Charming was like super suspicious of her. And yeah. then like by the end of that conversation, he was like, she's really nice. <laughs> I considered Regina as a winner here. Partially because of the conversation with Henry, but more so from the fact that kind of what I mentioned earlier, what used to be nothing more than a prison has actually become a place that makes yeah, her Yeah, I think that's really nice. Which I think is fascinating and like a, it's kind of twisted but sweet if that makes sense. Like, yeah, you created this as a prison to trap all these people, but now you actually genuinely like this place. Yeah. How weird. So I was like, eh, I kind of left it in the middle because well, you did create it as a prison, but she's growing. She's growing. She's getting better. So, next week we're going to watch season 3, episode 15. Quiet Minds. 
What are you looking forward to? This has to be a Rumple episode. Mm-hmm. This is definitely tied into what he said about the voices in his head. Let's go. Yeah. One of my biggest questions is where did Rumple go and how did he get a, like how did he get out? And she also, told him he couldn't leave. How crazy is he? Yeah, I don't know. What does crazy Rumple look like? I don't know. It's kind of terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. And I also really, really want to know what Zelina wants with Charming's courage. You know, my other burning question is, who the hell is Neil? It's a great question. They keep referencing it. They said it like his You're father... You're going to find out in the next episode. Let's go! <laughs> okay. Um, just to... I, no crying for me in this episode. Not even um, at the Regina and Henry not scene? Not even at the Regina and Henry scene. I think... Well, one big trigger for me is when someone is actually crying that's and fair. there was no one crying. It was just a happy moment. That doesn't that's not the only time I cry, but that's a that's a pretty surefire way to make me cry. Sure. Um we did get we're counting one day's ride from here. Yeah. The Sherwood Forest is just south of here. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think that this should be counted, but I do want to recognize that Regina made fun of Emma for trying to use detective skills to find the wicked witch, and it fucking worked. <laughs> Yeah, she did make an Nancy Drew comment. <laughs> I'd like to also add on, since they're basically the same character now, I feel like we kind of have to track a should have listened to Hook. Because mm. Hook doesn't really show up in scenes without Emma anymore. I don't know. I can't think of a single scene where Hook isn't with Emma unless they're in the past. So, yeah, should have listened to Hook about getting back up. And he was right to get back up. Well, but they it's not that they should have. They She did. She did listen to Hook. Well, sometimes they do listen to Emma. Like, they stop fighting on the ship. We still granted her it. And uh, I guess that's true. Okay, fine. Her. Yeah. All right. Well, please be sure to join us next time when we watch Season 3, Episode 15, Quiet Minds. And we will see you next time. <laughs>